What if you believed you could achieve any success you want? What would you do differently? What would you think differently? Thank you for listening to On the Air with Jeanette Sibley. It's your time for success. I'm coming to you from the Mile High City of Denver, Colorado. My focus each week is to share with you success tips, insights, and how to do it that help you achieve the results and successes you've always wanted in your business, in your career, and in other areas of your life. Are you ready to uncover the success you've always wanted? Keep listening. I believe today's guest will help you create a healthy balance in your life. For many listeners, it's the mark of success for them. So I have a couple questions for you. How many of you are clear about your values? How many of you want more balance in your life? What do values and balance have in common? I'm going to give you a little hint. Without values, you're going to be unclear about how to successfully create balance in your life. My guest today is Katie Petrosky, and she enjoys living an authentic, peaceful life. And I believe many of you listening would enjoy living that type of lifestyle too. I know I would. She accomplished this by clarifying her values and living a balanced life. Even though she hasn't made as much money as she wanted, she feels successful and healthy and is an award-winning business owner. In my view, that's the mark of a successful person. Today, she will share how you can create and clarify your values and create balance in your business, career, and life pursuits. In a moment, I will have Katie Petrosky introduce herself in 20 words or less. As I've mentioned in my earlier podcast and in my book, It's Time to Brag, it's important to keep your intro short and on point to capture others' attention. Katie, welcome. Thank you, Jeanette. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for the opportunity. You're very welcome. I'm really excited about this interview because I want to learn how to balance my values. <laughs> I should say how to clarify my values and balance my lifestyle. That's important. So in 20 words or less, please share with the audience who you are. Okay. Well, I am an award-winning career counselor and I help clients get their careers on track and powering forward. Cool. I love that. Let's just get started. So how do listeners create and clarify their values and why are these important in clarifying to achieve balance in their lives? Uh, excellent question. And uh, by having clarity around, let's, let's start with, say, your top three values. Okay. You, have a mu- you have a much better chance of putting together a life that honors those that you do feel authentic and peaceful about. Some steps toward accomplishing that. The first one would be just to pay attention in your life to when you feel frustrated, unbalanced, as well as times in your life when you feel happier, more energized, and pay attention at those times to what's going on. What are you doing or not doing that's aggravating or supporting those kinds of feelings? That's a really good place to start. What they're doing then is they're starting to get present to or mindful about what their values are, correct? Yes, right. Okay. I think the exercise of defining a list of values can be intimidating for people. 
They yes. feel like they've got to get the words right, um, yes. that they've got to pick the right ones. And I would rather you start with um, just paying attention to when do you feel energized? When do you feel frustrated? And what's going on in your life at those times? That's a good first place to start. And then a next place to pay attention to is to what, what labels can you give to those times in your life? What can you say about, I feel energized because I am doing X right now. I'm paying attention to X right now in my life that's important to me. Or I feel frustrated because I'm not paying attention to or I'm putting too much time into something that's not a priority for me. So start to put labels to it. That would be great. So what are a couple examples though? So something that's positive for me is when I'm writing. I mean, when I'm writing... I can just write, you know, like, I, you know, a couple hours later, I go, oh my goodness, look how much time has gone by. Or I did that when I lived back in Michigan and loved gardening. I mean, again, the time just flew by. Is that the type of thing that you're talking about? Yes. When you're in the zone, let's take the writing one for you, Jeanette. When okay. you're writing, what, what are you feeling best about in that process? That I'm being creative that I'm, get, I'm standing up and I'm speaking up. I'm sharing insights to help others who might be going through a, a similar situation. Or if I'm writing something that's more fun than that, is something that might, you know, is entertaining to me and hopefully it would be entertaining to others. Okay, so I heard some really good things in there and it'd be great if you jotted down just a couple, since you like to write, jotted down, <laughs> jotted down a couple sentences about why that feels energizing for you. I heard um, creativity in there. I heard advocating. Um, I heard creating enjoyment. All of those could be labels around values for you. Great. So that's an example for your situation in terms of writing, how you can start to put value labels to what's a high priority for you. That would be um, a good place to start, starting to put some labels out there. Let's take the gardening one because that's kind of fun too. When you're gardening, um, give me a couple sentences around why that feels so good to you. Oh my goodness. So this is how we create values, huh? Oh my goodness. I hadn't thought about that. I think part of it is just the beauty of the flowers, of the plants, the excitement of when, it's, when they're just seedlings, watching them grow or the anticipation of that. So I think growth, you know, talking uh -huh. this out, well, this is perfect. So growth would definitely be one of my values. Yeah. Oh, I love this. This is so cool. How fun. Yeah, good. And I don't know about you. I'm a verbal processor. I think better out loud rather than just in my head. And if that's the case for you or anyone listening and you're trying to start to put some labels to your value, be a useful way to get to the, the, the meat of it. I love it. Those people who maybe don't want to share that or do that kind of verbal exercise, what would be something they could do on their own? Would it be helpful to get in front of a mirror and have the conversation with the person looking back at them? Or would it be a good writing exercise? Like what would be helpful for those people yeah. who are more like a lone ranger? Right. So whatever is most natural for them. Journaling, there's been multiple studies that show you can make so much more progress 
by journaling, even just 20 minutes a day about whatever it is you're working through in your life, whether it's defining values or getting over an obstacle. So journaling can be a good way to do it. I have done the exercise of writing an email to a friend that I didn't send, but it was a way for me to have a conversation, feeling like I'm talking to someone without really showing my hand, whatever I'm trying to figure out. So yeah, whatever is most natural. Those are great ideas. I, I know I'm uh, getting ready to publish a, a journal. I'm calling it the Brag Journal. And I think that's important for people to journal, to get those thoughts out, to get those feelings out, but also to do it in such a way that's moving them forward. And I love what you're saying because inside of that journaling, you will see a theme usually, which yeah. is probably going to showcase what you value. So I love that. That's really great. I love, I love your book, Jeanette. Congratulations. <laughs> that yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to hearing the results that people achieve out of it as well. And that's one of my values is making a positive difference. Like, is this something that would be value added for somebody? Sometimes, you know, you and I have been doing this for many years. And sometimes we forget the millennials or the Gen Zers are just coming forward into the workplace and helping them learn from what we've already gone through I think is a great way of giving back, of making a positive difference. And I would suggest that both of us are doing that. Yeah, love that, love that. Great. So why is it important to achieve balance in somebody's life? Like, why would somebody want to pay that kind of attention? The first thing that comes to mind for me is, for all we know, we have one around with this experience called life. And are we living it in a way that, we feel good about? Are we living it in a way that we feel good for one thing in terms of our health? Are we doing things that give us a, a clear mind, an energized lifestyle? Having balance in your life creates more opportunities for living a life that we feel really great about. Otherwise, and you know this, I'm not telling you anything you don't know, that when we're engaging in that do, do feel against our values. It compromises us in so many ways, our health, our peace of mind. So getting to or improving, constantly improving our move toward balance can just totally raise the game for having a life that we love. Great. I guess I'm still not clear though. Why is it important to focus on values when we're wanting to create balance in our life. I know you mentioned health is, is one of your top values. I think it's, it's a value that more people should have. And I, I know it's one of those should words, but mm -hmm. unfortunately, a lot of people wait until it's too late and their health is not as good as it could have been. And they're going, oh, darn, they didn't value that. So how did the two come together? What we value is typically or it works best with how we're spending our time. So we're, are we mm. spending our time um, investing in things that we value? That's when, that's when life is in its real sweet spot. In terms of health, and sometimes a rough life lesson to get us to pay attention to our health. For me, I look at it as if I don't have my health, I don't have anything. It all falls mm. apart. I, I guess... 
I'm in tune with watching how people are living their lives and feeling like I want to have one where I can be vibrant and and do the things I want to do and my health gives me the vehicle to accomplish that. Is that answering your question? I think it I think you're like right on. I, I, I don't think I've heard it articulated as well as you just did. Is a lot of times we say that we value health or we value being self-employed or we value integrity. We say those things, but then we don't go about fulfilling upon them. Mm-hmm. And as a, as a result, we intuitively feel out of balance. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. So using health as an example, how can listeners take responsibility for their health now before it's too late. Now, I'm not talking about like how to do it. It's like a a different conversation, but how to do it in a way that honors our values and creates that balance that we're talking about today. Well, I, I think in some cases when I've had conversations with other people who are working toward creating a healthier life balance by paying attention to their values and health comes up for them, I think in many cases, are not, they don't really have a model for what they want to work toward. So I love having models in my life of people that I can look at and say, you know, she's about my age, look at what she's doing. And is that something I would want to do to achieve the same kind of result? Like, for example, my uh, stepmother turned 70. She, she's more uh, spry and active than I am. And I'm, I'm 57. And so I'm, I'm paying attention to what she's doing. She goes to yoga every day. She gets out and walks every day. She plays tennis and she's very uh, health minded around what she eats. So finding a model that I can relate to and then figuring out what are they doing and making steps toward that. And then modifying it. I mean, comparing yourself to somebody who's in their 70s and, are, and is retired who has that kind of time is different than somebody like you and I who are working. Yeah. And we can't do all that fun stuff. So I think it's important to, for, for people to modify that. Oh, um, I'm going to challenge you on that, Jeanette. Oh, good. Let's hear it. Okay. Well, this, this goes back to what we were talking about before in okay. terms of um, how we spend our time ideally aligns to the lifestyle we want to create. So you say, you know, you and I are working. Do we necessarily have time to do all that my stepmother is doing? I, I challenge you that we do if it's a priority. So I look at my day block size every day and I don't let anything get in the way of that. That's just how I structure my time. So we can use the excuse of we're all given 24 hours. We can use the excuse that we're too busy. And if health is a priority, do we have it set up as a priority and how we spend our time? So in other words, are we more committed to our excuses or are we more committed to our values? And I think what you're also implying here, you didn't exactly say this, is when we are committed to those values and we honor them, then that creates that balance in our life. Yes, yes. Yeah, cool. Yeah. And you you know as as I do that change is super uncomfortable. That Mm -hmm. um 
to turn the ship in a different direction takes a lot of work and can feel awkward and painful. And so another tip I have around that is in terms of your values and creating the balance that you want in your life to give yourself the opportunity to create some new habits because habits are our most powerful ally in, in my opinion, in living a, a, a balanced value-based life. When we have the habits in place, then it all just flows. Well, I think that's a good point. A lot of times our habits got started out of something that might have been positive at the time and that now have morphed into something that isn't so positive. (laughs) So I think paying attention or being more mindful of that I think is important. Also, another way of looking at it is what kind of structures or organization can we put in place? So if we schedule it and we honor our schedule, we're probably more likely to honor that value. Is that, is that correct? Yes, 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 absolutely. And I would also throw in the layer of having faith that you can find motivated to do in that new time structure. So take exercise, for example. There are so many ways to move around. If you don't like what you tried before, try something else and make the, the process of experimenting with new things your exercise. I'm going to try these <laughs> 10 new things in the next two weeks to find something that I would be motivated to do ongoing. You know, using curiosity, like what you're pointing to, I think is a great, great idea. I mean, curiosity is one of those values that often we don't value. And yet when we do value curiosity and we try out new things and we're not attached to how it should look or should be, then guess what? There's a lot more fun in life. We feel more balanced. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. So as an award-winning career expert, what are the one or two challenges that you've had to pay attention to, to really epitomize in my world? You know, I've seen you on Facebook and I'm always really impressed by how you actually honor what you say. So you say, these are my values, but then you actually go do them. (laughs) You actually go fulfill that, which is increase that balance. I mean, you do come across to me as somebody who's well-balanced. Oh, thank you for that. That's a huge compliment. Thank you very much. You're very welcome. I mean, again, that's why I reached out to you and said, hey, can we talk? (laughs) I appreciate that. For me, the biggest challenge and the biggest opportunity is how I use my energy. So I read once, I can't remember what book it was, about our energy is kind of like the battery on our cell phone. Uh, We may wake up with a full battery and feel like, wow, you know, I got a lot, I got a lot of potential for today. And as you go along, things are sucking your energy down so that we're starting under 10, 5% and the little red light is coming on on your phone or in your energy. You may not have what you need to take action on things that you value. How do I use my energy? Look at what is coming up in the day or the week or the month or the year and how do I structure the energy that I have to focus toward those values that are so important to me. So I do have a life that I love. Does that make sense? It does. So I have a, but I have a question. What happens where somebody's gone to work, 
They started out having a great day. They went to one of those insufferable meetings. They're bored. They come out feeling drained. Mm -hmm. So how do they re-energize themselves? You know, some of them will run over to Starbucks for either caffeine or chocolate. But as we know, that may not be the best way to re-energize yourself. What are some other methods that might be more helpful? Um, a few thoughts around that. One is if you're in a situation that is constantly just sucking it out of you, maybe you need to change that situation. That's, that's kind of foundational there. If, if you're in a position that is just not serving you, then taking steps to change that would be a priority. And again, go back to what about my situation is a conflict with my values. Why am I feeling so drained here? Is it the ethics of the company? Is it that I'm not using a certain talent that I, I get energized by? Is it whatever it might be? What value is being, being neglected or is in conflict for you? So analyzing that, changing it if you need to. And, and then, if, And if you can, I mean, to be fair, some of our listeners may not have that kind of power to, you know, they're in a meeting, the boss is running the meeting, the boss is not a good meeting facilitator, does all the talking, isn't really providing anything new or energizing. I would suggest in those situations, they need to then go do something that is fun to get themselves re-energized mm -hmm. without relying on chocolate or caffeine. Again, just using that as mm -hmm. one example. Would yeah. you agree with that? Uh, yes. And in line with that, a few things Oh, exercise gives you energy. So making sure that you've got that built into your day, either ideally maybe before those meetings would happen. Mm -hmm. And then um, looking for ways to be more strategic about, yes, you're in a meeting that is not going the way you would want it to go. What can you do that would be in line with your values that would benefit on both sides? Mm -hmm. Just to kind of throw up your hands and say, well, there's nothing I can do about it. That's pretty defeatist. I'm guessing that's not in line with a person's values. So finding ways to take small steps to minimize that, change it. Super. And so what would be the second challenge that you personally have had to overcome in aligning your values and being in balance? Yeah. So I'm a licensed professional counselor. And I, in my line of work, hear about a lot of challenges people are facing. And that can be an energy drain for me uh, if I choose to take it on. I, over my 20 plus year career doing this kind of thing, had to find ways to keep, keep my values in line and then still be able to support the client. And so, for example, things that I do is I go to counseling myself. There are times when I feel kind of overwhelmed with what my clients are going through or business or personal challenges. So I'm in counseling off and on every year. Mm -hmm. And that, that helps me keep all of that in perspective and then to be my best for my clients. Well, I think that's a great point. Uh, a lot of times, particularly for those of us who are self-employed or small business owners, we are a counselor or we are a therapist or we are a coach or we are something, right? But we don't do what we need to do to keep 
our game on a positive edge. So being a coach, I value coaching. I think I just love coaching, right? And I have coaches. I have more than one. So that's honoring that value. And I think a lot of times people forget that. I think of it as keeping the garden. Oh, you were talking about gardens before. I'm not much of a gardener, by the way, but I appreciate it in others. Um, but keeping the garden free of weeds, when the garden's overtaken by weeds, you can't grow what you want to grow. So look at the small things in your life that you can pull the weeds from just to create a better garden. Well, I think that's a great point. Weeding your garden, I think, is, is, is right on, on point here. And for many people, it might be decluttering your office uh -huh. or it might be decluttering your calendar. You've overbooked yourself or your family. It may be time to just cut back on that and get real clear. What do we really value as a family? What do we really value as a workplace team? Like, what are those values and what can we do to honor that? And I think what we would find is for a lot of people, we become much more engaged in life, much more engaged in what we're doing for work. Yes. Yes. Back to my uh, cell phone battery example before and the, the challenge and opportunity I'm constantly paying attention to, what are the time suckers in my life and getting better at saying no. I've gotten really good at saying that doesn't serve me. I'm not doing it. No, I mean, I'm a little more tactful than that, but um, yeah, I turned down a lot of things. Is this in line with my values? Am I paying enough attention to my values? And do I need to invest time in this particular activity to get closer to my values? Yes or no? I think that's great. I mean, there's a lot of books out there right now that say, say yes, say yes to everything. And I get a little nervous when I see that because sometimes people take that to the nth degree mm -hmm. and that actually gets in the way of honoring who they are, which for most people would be a value, honoring themselves. Yes. yes. And I think a lot of times they, they forget that, they overlook that. This has been a great conversation. I love it. Hopefully the people listening here have started to get some insight into how to value themselves more how to value their work life more, their family life, their career, what have you, and what they need to do to make that happen. Really, thank you. And I have a favorite question I love to ask everybody is, what does success mean to you? Living a life in alignment with my values so that I feel authentic and peaceful. I love that. I know I've learned some things here myself today. It's like, oh, okay. If I really value that, then just schedule that in my calendar. And yet I would tell somebody that, right? But for me to actually do that, it's like, okay, it's a value, now honor it. So yeah. great. Thank you for being a reminder to those of us who are clear about our values. And then as a, a wake-up call for those people who say, hmm, values, what are those? What's the importance of that? So again, thank you for being such a great guest today. My pleasure. Thank you, Jeanette. The URL for Katie Petroski's book, The Career Coward's Guide to Career Advancement, Sensible Strategies for Overcoming Career Fears. Wow, that's a mouthful, but it sounds like a fun and informative book. The URL for this book is going to be provided in my podcast overview for On the Air with Jeanette Sibley. I want to thank you for listening to On the Air with Jeanette Sibley. It's your time for success. 
Tune in next week for more insights on how to achieve the success you've always wanted with my straight talk for dynamic results. Until next week, enjoy a successful week.